here. Now, broadcasting from the underground command post, deep in the bowels of a hidden bunker, somewhere under the brick and steel of a nondescript building, we've once again made contact with our leader, Mark Levin. Mark Levin here. Hold on, let me look. Yes, I'm here. Our number, 877-381-3811. 877-381-3811. I have no information whatsoever, inside, outside, public, or anything else, on what happened with Tucker Carlson. Zero. So there's nothing for me to discuss. We're not going to take any questions. When we know more, we'll be here. But I don't know anything. Which is understandable. I'm a host. I'm not part of management. Um, so there is that. What else is there on that front? I don't think there's anything else. I think my brother, Dan Bongino, who is a very good and close friend, I think he's explained his situation at great length. He did it, I believe it was Thursday. And uh, he and that speaks for itself. You don't need an interpreter. That's where we are. As far as I know, I'm not going anywhere. (laughs) But you never know, do you? We have a brand new three-year contract with the Blaze, which I signed, I guess... Six, eight weeks ago, we have a brand new four-year extension with Fox. But who knows about these things? Now, as for the interview with President Trump, I hope you liked it. The radical kook Marxist media did not like it. And they didn't watch it. They regurgitated what Senator Grassley had to say about Hannity, Tucker, and me interviewing Trump. But they didn't watch it. And these sites are really pathetic anyway. I was gushing over Trump. Here's the thing. Whether it's my TV show or wherever it is, I've said a thousand times. I do not view my role as attacking the guest. That's what journalism has become. And that's why you hate it. 
And that's why my show Sunday night is the number one show Sunday night. Because I'm respectful, we have long-form interviews, and you control your own conclusions. Now, what really upsets them is what I said at the end of the interview, and I meant it. I spent two hours with President Trump. You can't tell that from the show because the show was substantively 40 minutes. And we went from subject to subject to subject to subject. He was, as you could tell, very presidential, very relaxed. None of the stuff you see on uh, True Social and that sort of thing, attacking DeSantis or anyone else for that matter. Very, very substantive. Joe Biden could never sit down for an interview like that. And never would. He hides from the very press that keeps promoting him. I don't do this show for reprobates, for low IQ Democrats, for the corrupt Marxist media. I don't do my show for them. And they didn't watch it. So Senator Grassley puts out a tweet, and they get all excited. What is with these guys at Fox? I'm interpreting. Hannity, Tucker, and Levin. Why don't they ask Trump about his future ideas rather than the history of his presidency, something to that effect? And you know what I thought, Mr. Producer? Trump puts out a video, if not every day, every other day, every third day, I think it's from Mar-a-Lago, where he speaks on subject after subject after subject and what he plans to do should he be re-elected president. They're all over the Internet. They're everywhere. I even linked to some of them. Now, Senator Grassley has a taxpayer finance staff. I assume he has people in his office who know how computers work who go on the internet, I assume he does, he was on Twitter. Guy's on Twitter. If he's so concerned about what Trump has to say about what he wants to do in the future, why isn't he linking to Trump's clips? There must be 15 or 20 of them out there by now on every subject you can imagine, and more to come. So Senator Grassley. Senator Grassley. First of all, I want to congratulate you. I didn't even know you were awake at 8 p.m. Eastern Time on Sundays. That's a, that's a major achievement. That's number one. Number two, why don't you know something about what you decide to tweet about before you tweet and humiliate yourself? If you give me your email address, Senator Grassley, I will send you a score or more of Donald Trump's positions on his videos, which actually reaches more people than my show on Fox. If you're really interested in that, Senator Grapp, but you're not really interested in that. And I don't view it as my job. You've been in Washington a long time as a politician. You know, I'm not a politician, Senator Grassley. But I don't view it as my job to tell the guest what to say. No, no, I only want to know about the future. No, no. You can watch Meet the Depressed, Deface the Nation, and all the other shows that you might like. I'll ask the questions. I'll wait for the answer. And the guests will answer as they wish. 
Now, a better question would have been, Senator Grassley, why doesn't Mark have liberals on his show? Because they won't come on the show. We've tried AOC. We've tried Bernie Sanders. We've tried Elizabeth Warren. We've tried Bob Iger. We've tried Raskin. We've tri- I mean, I can go down the list over and over and over. We can't get them. Why don't you tweet about that? That might be interesting. Actually, it's not interesting at all. Not interesting at all. There is a delegate, not a full-blown congressperson, woman, birthing person. Uh, There is a delegate by the name of Stacy Plaskett from the Virgin Islands, Democrat. And she is, of course, a disgrace. She has attempted to sabotage one hearing after another. And she has, in some ways, succeeded in trashing one hearing after another. Because she seems to think what she stands for and what she says is so damn important. She's a thug. She's the thug with the mindset of a tyrant. From Joseph Wolfson at Fox News, journalist Matt Taibbi threatened with prison time for church, for perjury by top Democrat over Twitter files testimony. So he gets one of these alphabet soup agencies confused with another. And so Stacy Plaskett, if that is her name, the ranking member on the House Judiciary Select Committee, Subcommittee on the Weaponization of the Federal Government, sent a letter to Taibbi regarding a comment he told lawmakers, which he alleged included an error that was previously propped up by MSNBC host Mehdi Hassan. Mehdi Hassan, I believe, is on at 8 p.m. on Sunday, isn't he, Mr. Producer? And I kick his ass. Kick his ass. He has no ratings. There was a specific reference to CISA, the government's cybersecurity and infrastructure security agency, when he meant to refer to CIS, the Center for Internet Security. Now, you can see he corrected the uh, error later in his reporting. But she wants to throw him in prison. Plaskett does. And she claims he committed perjury under 18 U.S.C. 1621. She claims he made a false statement under 18 U.S.C. 1001. I've had to explain this before about false statements and perjury. They not only have to be material, they have to be intentional. They have to be purposeful. That's what the statute says. So I don't know if this thug has a law degree or not, but that's the rule. Taibbi didn't lie under oath about anything. And now we have Democrats in the House threatening him. And uh, we have Mehdi over there. Mehdi, uh, what's his name? Mehdi... uh, Eddie Medi, I don't know what the hell his name is. What is it? Medi Mahan. 
Hassan. All right. Mehdi Hassan. Excuse me. Pushing the, uh, the perjury and the false statement crap. Fox News sought a comment. Neither Taibbi nor Plaskett's office immediately responded, but Taibbi was on TV discussing it. But this is where we are now, folks. And, of course, the media that circled the wagons for CNN and that big mouth over there who was disrupting the President Trump's uh, press conferences, they say nothing about this. Not a word. Why is that? We have a non-voting moron from the Virgin Islands. I can remember it was a very vicious assault on Taibbi by her trying to shut him down. A so-called journalist. Remember she called him that? And she insisted that he reveal his sources for his Twitter files reporting. This is a person that does not respect freedom of the press, the First Amendment, is perfectly happy with Twitter under the old ownership, monitoring many of you, monitoring people with whom they disagreed, and of course, putting the scarlet letter on them. So we're going to keep an eye on Plaskett because she appears to be a very terminal cancer in the body politic of this country when she's calling for the imprisonment of a journalist because he confused one agency with the other CISA with CIS and even though he corrected it shortly thereafter I'll be right back Let me ask you, what the heck is going on with the banks? These bank failures are absolutely nuts. How are we supposed to find sanity in this mess? And I was talking with Augusta Precious Metals, and they said, tons of people are buying gold to protect the retirement savings right now. I think it's more important than ever to own gold. And guess what? If you have $100,000 plus saved for retirement, Augusta will actually pay you in pure gold to learn how gold IRAs can protect you. Reach out to Augusta Precious Metals today and get started with gold. If you're worried about the bank failures, this is something you can do for yourself. Just call 877-4-GOLD-IRA to learn how to protect your retirement and get your free gold coin. That's Augusta Precious Metals at 877-4-GOLD-IRA. Again, 877-4-GOLD-IRA. Consult your financial professionals before any investment and see risk disclosures at AugustaPreciousMetals.com. Is it me or does this administration always seem a day late and a dollar short? So a civil war breaks out in Sudan, and this has been going on for a long time, a long time. We have to send the special forces in at night to get our people out of our embassy. But there's 16,000 Americans, some with dual citizenship, 
some not, who are still in the Sudan. There are hundreds, if not thousands, of Americans in Afghanistan, and we don't have the muscle to set the rules. We don't have the muscle to make the threats, to create fear, to get our people home. Now, I'm glad that we got our embassy staff out and other diplomatic bureaucrats. That's good. But what about American citizens who are not working for the federal government, who are not diplomats, maybe even not dual citizens, just American citizens? What are we going to do about them? I'll tell you what we're going to do about them. Next to nothing. Here's Tony. Well, we don't have time for this. After that, I want you to listen to these people. Tony Blinken. And then John Kirby. These are real propagandists. And at the same time, we want to thank Mr. Comer. We want to thank Mr. Jordan. They are getting to the bottom of a lot of these scandals. People say, what are they going to do? Well, Unfortunately, the criminal side of the house is controlled by the people who are involved in the scandals or the people they work for. That's why you have special counsel, and that's precisely why they will not appoint a special counsel to investigate Joe Biden, because they know where that leads. We all know where that leads. I watch these attacks on Clarence Thomas. Ah, the billionaire bought property from this one or that one, and they vacation together, they do this, they do that. Then you have that little runt bastard, little Dick uh, Durbin from Illinois, the land of uh, little Dick Durbin, used to be the land of Lincoln. They've destroyed that state like they destroy everything else they touch. Well, Dick Durbin doesn't demand answers from Joe Biden. Well, that's separation of powers, Mark. He's the president. Well, guess what? Clarence Thomas is a Supreme Court justice. That's separation of powers, too. But isn't it interesting? Dick Durbin doesn't ask a damn thing about Joe Biden. Whether he's been bought and paid for by the communist Chinese, yes. Whether he's been bought and paid for by the previous corrupt Ukrainian government, yes. Bought and paid for by the previous Moscow mayor's wife, yes. Let me ask you, what the heck is going on with the banks? These bank failures are absolutely nuts. Are we supposed to find sanity in this mess? And I was talking with Augusta Precious Metals, and they said, tons of people are buying gold to protect their retirement savings right now. I think it's more important than ever to own gold. And guess what? If you have $100,000 plus saved for retirement, Augusta will actually pay you in pure gold to learn how gold IRAs can protect you. Reach out to Augusta Precious Metals today and get started with gold. If you're worried about the bank failures, this is something you can do for yourself. Just call 877-4-GOLD-IRA to learn how to protect your retirement and get your free gold coin. That's Augusta Precious Metals at 877-4-GOLD-IRA. Again, 877-4-GOLD-IRA. Consult your financial professionals before any investment and see risk disclosures at AugustaPreciousMetals.com. When the going gets tough, a tough get 
Mark Levin. Call him now at 877-381-3811. Anthony Blinken. You know, Mr. Bitter, so it just came to me, Nancy Pelosi should be called Pelosi Blinken, shouldn't she? Anyway, Anthony Blinken at the press conference today regarding Sudan. Cut one, go. A decision to suspend operations at the embassy, remove our personnel from their assigned posts, is among the most difficult that any secretary has to make. Why? But my first why, 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 why? Why? If we're under attack, you moron, why is it difficult? Go ahead. Is the safety of our people, and I determined that the deteriorating security conditions in Khartoum posed an unacceptable risk to keeping our team there at this time. Uh, I want to be clear that... Does he always talk with these affectations? I want to be clear, where he's imitating sort of William F. Buckley... In imitating Elon Musk, I notice they sound a lot, those two. Have you notice that? And as you know, I'm a big Elon Musk fan. And, uh, but anyway, uh, go ahead. Even as we have temporarily suspended operations on the ground in Khartoum. Yes, yes. Uh-huh. Go ahead. Diplomatic and consular work in Sudan continues. Yes. Indeed, does. in just the last 36 hours since the embassy evacuation operation was completed, Yes. We've continued to be in close communication with U.S. citizens and individuals affiliated with the U.S. government. Ah, uh, okay. We heard this before, didn't we? We heard this crap before. As American citizens, God knows what's happened to them in Afghanistan. Can you imagine? Particularly the women and children. Oh, my God. What has happened to them? And secondarily, the people who assisted us there. Oh, my Lord. We never have a story from the constipated news network or the crap news network or MSLSD or anybody else about what's taking place. It's unbelievable. And the inspector general, remember what he said, that the State Department and others are not working with him, so he doesn't know what's going on in terms of the money. We're still sending hundreds of millions of dollars to these mass murders. It's it's unbelievable. And I went, I looked at media to see if there was any story on this. There's none. So why do they call themselves mediaite? That's why I call them mediocreite. They're even worse than mediocre. There's nothing there. There's no story there. Go ahead. Provide assistance and facilitate available departure routes. Ah, those- shut up, you idiot. We heard your crap before. Thank God they didn't stick that Austin and Millie up there, for God's sakes. Then we get this guy, John Kirby, Admiral. Admiral for what? Admiral because he has a big mouth. He was on CNN today. Oh, guess what? He was on with Don Lemon, and then they fired Don Lemon. He said he was shocked. Uh, CNN said he shouldn't have been. We asked to meet with him. But whatever. Cut to... Go. Sudan's military chief said on Saturday morning, John, that his troops would help evacuate U.S. diplomats and citizens. He said, and citizens. But the U.S. embassy said that it was too dangerous. Do you think that there was a missed opportunity to get private citizens? So let's stop right there. First of all, it's too bad. This is the best question Don Lemon has ever asked in his entire career, such as it is. 
And then they give him the old boot. But it was the best questions he's ever asked. And then he's removed. Go ahead. No, sir. In fact, we are doing everything we can to help guide them. Uh, if there's a safe way to get out. Oh, okay. Be- so let's just pretend we're over there in that hellhole. Yes, it is. And you hear Kirby saying, we're trying to guide them out safely. How do you get a hold of these people? Do you have Kirby's phone number or Blinken's phone? Who are they getting a hold of? Who are they talking to? I mean, we already learned this, we Americans, that this is all bullcrap. Again, we saw what happened in Afghanistan. This is the worst administration when it comes to everything and anything. Everything and anything. So they're in touch with the American citizens there, right? They're showing them, or trying to communicate with them about safe ways to get out and so forth. So Don Lemon has a follow-up question, his second best question ever. I mean, it's stunning. Maybe he'll wind up at MSNBC, you never know. Or maybe Mediaite. Cut three, go. Okay, so you said you were in touch with hundreds, but there are about 16,000 or so people who have to get out of this country. Are you able to, you're not able to get in touch with all of them, right? Well, Don, I want to push back on this idea that there's 16,000 Americans who want to get out. Uh, we don't have firm uh, estimates of the exact number of Americans, citizens who are in Sudan. They don't have to register with us. Then why did to- you say you're in touch with them and, and, and you're showing them a safe way to get out and so forth? You're obviously not in touch with everybody because you don't know who everybody is. You just said that. You just said that flimflam artist. Give this guy the hook. Go ahead. They're there. We think the, the vast majority uh, of these American citizens in Sudan, and they're not all in Khartoum, are dual nationals. These are people. And they who probably want to stay there and continue to do what they're doing, enjoying themselves while the gunfire is taking place. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Go ahead. Sudan, who have families there, work there, businesses there, who don't want to leave. So I think we need to be careful about that number. Uh, there's a much smaller population of American citizens who don't work for the government, but work with partner agencies like the American School or Fulbright Scholar Program that we are in touch with, and we're trying to get them the best information we can to get out. And as, as I said, several oh, dozen... Okay, we got the Fulbright Scholarship Program. What is that, 17 people? Now, if you are in the Fulbright Scholarship Program, may I ask a question? What are you doing in a war-torn country? How smart can you actually be to have a Fulbright Scholarship if that's where you went? No joke, I'm being serious. Uh, I, I, I got my, my, my Fulbright Scholarship. Yes, I did. We'd be going to London. London? No. I, 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 Geneva? No. Uh, no, no, I, I, I won't be going to Geneva. Will you be going to Harvard Square? No. No, not, not, not going to Harvard Square. No, no. Where are you going? Khartoum. Oh. Sure, you're not a Rhodes Scholar, a Fulbright Scholarship. I mean, uh, obviously you're confused. No, no. They have no idea how many Americans are there. I guess they, they didn't have to use passports to get in there. Of course they did. They have no idea. 
And uh, go ahead. Hey, are in that U.N. convoy heading to Port Sudan. Mm hmm. They're in a U.N. convoy. <laughs> OK, well, they have it firmly under control, as they always do over there at the White House. And uh, what was Biden doing today? Meeting with the Tennessee Three. The Tennessee Three. What's the Tennessee Three? Well, three big mouths, who, uh, one of whom had a bullhorn on the floor of the, the state house in Tennessee on gun control. He's now a, uh, a, a fantastic civil rights leader as a result of his individual insurrection. Ooh, did you say insurrection? I sure did. He literally shut down the, the Tennessee house. Isn't that the definition of insurrection? I think it is. And uh, then we find out later that during one of the Black Lives Matter riots, one of these guys actually assaulted somebody. Oh, no problem. Joe Biden's still meeting with him. But Joe Biden's never been to Palestine, Ohio. I'll keep mentioning it. No, he's never talked to the mayor there. Because the mayor's a Republican, a Mr. United. Mr. Unity doesn't want to talk to Republicans. He doesn't want to talk to the mayor of Palestine. Palestine. He doesn't want to talk to the Republican Speaker of the House. No, 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 no. no. Mr. Unity. Mega maggot. Mega maggot. The Tennessee Three. Oh, okay. And uh, what about the families that lost... Loved ones at the Christian school. No. Jill was already there, as you know. So, And, of course, he sent Kamala, who screamed at the top of her lungs in Nashville about gun control. Very appropriate. Very appropriate, yes. Incidentally, are they never going to release the manifesto that was written by the murderer? And apparently she had extensive journals and notes. This is a cover-up. Pure and simple. Have you ever heard of something like this before? Even the Unabomber, his notebook was released. Once he was brought to court, this person was killed. And so there is no court, and there's no reason that this stuff should be hidden. So why won't they release it? I will tell you why. Because some of the material is controversial and provocative. And promotes a narrative that they don't want to see the light of day. That's why. And I challenge the corrupt Democrat Party media to take all legal steps necessary to get those materials, because I know they're itching over there at the New York Slimes and the Washington Compost to do a story on this. I know they're itching to do it. And I'm waiting for the Human Rights Group, what do they call themselves, the Human Rights Foundation, whatever, to demand the release of the information. I'm waiting for the LGBTQ plus community to demand the release of the information. 
I'm waiting for the ACLU to demand the release of the information. Where is it? Why is everything a secret? I think the people have a right to know. The families have a right to know. Isn't that what a free press is all about? Isn't that what freedom of speech is all about? Not censoring or conversely promoting to accommodate the Democrat Party and their Marxist agenda. I don't believe that's fair. Do you, America? Where is this information? I'd like to read it and discuss it with you. I'll be right back. Mark Lovin. Let me ask you, what the heck is going on with the banks? These bank failures are absolutely nuts. How are we supposed to find sanity in this mess? And I was talking with Augusta Precious Metals, and they said tons of people are buying gold to protect the retirement savings right now. I think it's more important than ever to own gold. And guess what? If you have $100,000 plus saved for retirement, Augusta will actually pay you in pure gold to learn how gold IRAs can protect you. Reach out to Augusta Precious Metals today and get started with gold. If you're worried about the bank failures, this is something you can do for yourself. Just call 877-4-GOLD-IRA to learn how to protect your retirement and get your free gold coin. That's Augusta Precious Metals at 877-4-GOLD-IRA. Again, 877-4-GOLD-IRA. Consult your financial professionals before any investment and see risk disclosures at AugustaPreciousMetals.com. Everybody. Well, not everybody. I'm going to see something here, America. I'm looking. We're live and national. Never forget it. Here we go. Let's see. Okay. Very good. By the way, the president's book, Letters to Trump, is really fantastic. It's a fantastic book. It's very, very intriguing. It's on Amazon.com or 45books.com. But uh, it really is. And that's what's driving the media nuts, actually. The success of his books. And when you actually keep your mouth shut and let him speak, I felt the same way with DeSantis when I interviewed him. Oh, you gave a slobber? No. You on the left, you're the slobbers. You're the slobbers. I'm not interested in sabotaging people who might help save the country. From you bastards. AOC's in the news a lot because she was on MSLSD, and I despise both. But I want you to listen to this because she's not the only one. I want you to listen to the totalitarians out there. Cut four, go. We have very real issues with um, what is permissible on air, and we saw that with January 6th. Mm -hmm. And we saw that in the lead up to January 6th and how we navigate questions, not just of freedom of speech, but also accountability for incitement of violence. These are really, really, really. So all that George Floyd stuff, that's okay. That was understandable. 
all those Black Lives Matter riots, Antifa. I've never heard you say any of this about any of that, you nitwit. Go ahead. That we have to really explore through law as well. And do you think media organizations or social media platforms should be accountable for the role for, for being platforms? How come? How for- come? How come the uh, the the prebubescent mouthpieces over there, media and elsewhere, don't talk about Jen Psaki's gushing, slobbering, spittle covering interviews? And do you think media organizations or social media platforms should be accountable for the role for their platforms for incitement? Wow, that's a killer. That's a hell of a question. But she is a Marxist, so of course her answer is yes. Go ahead. Incitement? I believe that when it comes to broadcast television like Fox News, these are subject to to federal law, federal regulation in terms of what's allowed on air and what isn't. And when you look at what Tucker Carlson and some of these other folks on Fox do, it is very, very clearly incitement of violence, very clearly incitement of violence. And that is the line that I think we have to uh, nobody, be willing to contest. inciting violence. What the hell are you talking about, moron? And how many times... Rich, have we invited her on the program seriously? Three, four times? We don't even get a response. We don't even get a response. I would love to debate this with her. It's unbelievable that this clown gets so much airtime, even on MSLSD. So she wants government to regulate. Fox. You're going to hear next hour, Schumer wants government to regulate Fox. You heard the delegate from the Virgin Islands say that she wants Matt Taibbi put in prison. Are you Democrats happy with your party? I'll be right back. This segment of the podcast is exclusively sponsored by Pure Talk. Pure Talk offers great coverage and can save your family money on your wireless bill every single month. Go to puretalk.com to find the plan that's right for you. Thank you again for listening, and thank you so much for this sponsorship, Pure Talk. He's here. He's here. Now, broadcasting from the underground command post, deep in the bowels of a hidden bunker, somewhere under the brick and steel of a nondescript building, we've once again made contact with our leader, Mark Levin. Hello, America. Mark Levin here. Our number, 877 877-381-3811. 877-381-3811. So... AOC is on record with no pushback from Jen Psaki that Fox needs to be regulated. And they create this pretext because it's promoting violence. Where? When? How? I think the New York Times is promoting violence. I think AOC is promoting violence. I think the Democrat Party is promoting violence. I guess they should all be regulated by the government. Do you see how dangerous these people are? 
But Chuck Schumer, he was on CNN and said essentially the same thing. Cut 25, go. Fox needs to reckon with the lies that it spread, and it may literally have to pay for the lies that it spread. But is it the role of government officials to demand that media organizations say things or tell media organizations what to put on their airwaves? Well, you know, it's hardly the first time that people have said Channel 4 should have done this, the New York Times should have done that. That's not unusual. But what has happened here is, John, very unusual. This is not simply telling them what to do. This is telling them, showing them, that they have hurt our democracy probably way that no other actor, maybe with the exception of Donald Trump, who used them, um, uh, has done. And so when it's that vital, I think we not only have a right to tell Rupert Murdoch and Fox what to do, but an obligation. And I hope people from one end of the country to the other will call up Fox and say, do what uh, leader Hakeem Jeffries and I asked for, which is stop the lies, say they were wrong, and report the news. You may have a different way of reporting the news uh, than look, someone Look else. at you, you flim-flam artist. You propagandist. Disgusting. Of all people, this guy. By the way, have you noticed how he's hunched back, Mr. Purdue? Have you noticed this? He's on the floor of the Senate. He's hunched over like the hunchback of Notre Dame. And he's endlessly davening. Some of you know what that means. But he's, he's like, there's something wrong with this guy. I wonder if he's getting uh, like Fetterman. I'm, just, I'm not saying he is. I don't know. But you can see the focus here, not on the New York Times, which covered up the Holocaust and promoted Stalin and his genocide against the Ukrainians and, and promoted Castro. No, 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 that's forgiven. That's okay. CNN with its endless lies about Russian collusion and more. And thanks to James O'Keefe and his operation, we got all that audio of CNN behind the scenes. Where Zucker, Jeff Mother Zucker, was out there telling them what to do and to get Trump and all that. No, 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 no big deal there. No, no, of course not. And one can only imagine. Look at MSNBC and the, the conga line of reprobates, maniacs, miscreants, and malcontents. Al Sharpton, who should never be forgiven for what he did on multiple counts, ever. Oh, that's okay. But they all back Democrats. They all are Democrats. So it's no problem for Schumer. Schumer's swell with the whole damn thing. No problem. So AOC's on there with Pisaki. Her Sunday show, uh, which gets no ratings either. She has a little blip and they go, well, look at, look at her ratings. She has no ratings. Cut six. Cut six. Go. 
It seems pretty clear that the fight for abortion access did not end with Roe, mm -hmm. uh, and opponents of abortion access are still at it very mm -hmm. much. How bad do you think this could get for reproductive rights in the United States? Okay, let's, let, let's, let's stop a second. Abortion is not about reproductive rights. It's about the opposite of reproductive rights. You're not reproducing anything. You're killing it. You're ending it. So there are no reproductive rights. That's number one. Number two, there's two human beings. Why do they always talk like there's one? Number three, why don't they ever talk about partial birth abortion and abortion in the last trimester, abortion in the last minute, which they support? How come they never talk about that or describe it? Number four, what is their obsession with death and abortion? There are not thousands and thousands of women who want abortions who can't get abortions. But you know what else is, has to be said and put on the table here? As a percentage of their population, it's the black community that has the largest number of abortions as a percentage of their population. So when you have white leftists, and by Pasaki, I really mean white, white leftists, talking to each other in this way I'm not impressed I'm not impressed at all and so there we have uh, we'll ask AOC on the show again Mr. Producer ask her again tell her uh, three times and she's out but this is the fourth time we'd love to have her here to have a discussion with her, if she's capable of it, uh, I don't know. A slobbering, spittle discussion with her. No, just a regular discussion. But I suspect she won't want one. And I have found this true throughout my life. Not just my career, but throughout my life that leftists do not want to have a debate. They do not want to have a debate. They either want to put you in prison, shut you down, or pretend you don't exist. That's where their head is. Hunter Biden's legal team, they're either in Washington today or tomorrow, what are they doing? They want to know what's up. What's up? What's going on? We have a whistleblower out of the IRS that we talked about last week. He said his senior official lied to Congress. I'm sure the delegate from the Virgin Islands will be very interested in this. That senior official is the Attorney General of the United States. The Attorney General of the United States. Now, you don't hear the Democrats calling for his head. 
You don't hear the media calling for his head. They're ignoring the whistleblower. They didn't ignore the whistleblower, the phony fraud fake. Whose name they wouldn't even repeat, remember? Don't don't say his name. I can't say Eric. Don't Don't say his name. Don't say his name. The media in America. Don't say his name. And then I believe it was over Real Clear Politics, Paul Sperry. Yeah, there's a guy's name right here. Oh, my God. Let's pretend it's not there. Don't look at it. Don't read his name. Don't read his name. Don't speak his name. Forget about it. No name. What do you mean? Forget about it. He's a whistleblower. You're going to get, he's going to have threats. He's going to have threats. No. And, of course, he met with, you might recall, Adam Schiff's staff. It was all an inside job to try and get an impeachment. It was all an inside job. I can't even remember that guy's name, to be perfectly honest with you. Can't remember it, but that's doesn't matter. That's good. So the New York Times, the Washington Post, CNN, MSNB, all the rest never said his name. Can you believe that? It's still an amazing thing. Nope, can't say his name. They don't even say his name today. Not, not, not. Don't even bring it up. But I want to say his name. Don't say his name. It's like, uh, what was that, the George Carlin thing with the seven words you can't say in uh, radio or TV? Yeah, you can't say in broadcast. This is the eighth, the eighth name. The guy's name. You couldn't say his name it's a whistleblower. Now we have this other whistleblower. Uh, what whistleblower? Civil servant, senior supervisory, investigator, criminal division, IRS. Well, you know, whatever. Anybody could be saying anything here. Anybody can be saying anything here. We need to know his name. We need to know who he is. No, we don't want to know his name. What are you covering up? Excuse me? What are you covering up? We want to, This is how it works. Because the guy's got Biden dead to rights. He's got the cover-up operation, the obstruction operation, dead to rights. That is why Hunter Biden's lawyers are in Washington. What do you mean, Mark? They're trying to cut a deal before this guy speaks. That's why. I'll be right back. Mark Lovin. Don't fall for the free phone deals from Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile, folks. Just another trick to lock you into a long-term contract that's going to cost you a fortune every single month. Instead, get a brand new iPhone 12 from Pure Talk for just 12 bucks a month at 0% interest, no contract. Cancel or leave anytime. Get a new iPhone, ultra fast 5G service, and cut your cell phone bill in half. That's why I'm a Pure Talk customer. 
That's why you should be, too. You can switch right now at puretalk.com in as little as 10 minutes. Choose from a variety of unlimited talk and text plans starting at 30 bucks a month with plenty of high-speed data, all backed by a 100% money-back guarantee. Go to puretalk.com, enter promo code Levin Podcast, L-E-V-I-N Podcast, and you'll save 50% off your first month. An iPhone 12 for 12 bucks a month and save on your monthly bill. PureTalk.com, promo code Levin Podcast. Restrictions apply. You can see the site for details. Lindsey Graham was on TV. When is he not on TV? That's the question uh, that we have for Lindsey. 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 Lindsey is rubber stamping judges so quickly on behalf of Biden and the Democrats, that people are going blind watching it. He has no obligation to do this to the country. None. These are lifetime appointments. Biden is nominating the most radical group of individuals ever, ever, to be judges. They are unqualified by their activist temperaments. And there's Lindsay with his rubber stamp. My obligation not not to shut up, Lindsay. Had enough. Here he is on CNN, though, does a pretty good battle with Dana Bash over abortion. Cut seven, go. I think the Republican Party will be in good standing to mm-hmm. oppose late-term abortion like most of the civilized world. I- just for the record, Roe went up to viability, but I just want to button this up. Uh, just for the record, the last trimester under Roe, uh, the states were authorized to the extent that they wanted to uh, to regulate abortion, just so you know, because they thought that was viability. Uh, they had no idea, of course, in uh, 1973, uh, but nonetheless, Dana, may I call you Dana? Do you know what Dana is backwards, Mr. Producer? A nod. Go ahead. The no, that's, that no, the no. Quit covering for these guys. No, no, no. Your media, you keep covering for these guys. They introduced legislation that allowed abortion on demand with exactly. taxpayer-funded uh, well, you paying for it, the taxpayer, up to the moment yeah. of birth. That was their position in Washington. That's the law they exactly. want to pass, and nobody in your business will talk about it. It's barbaric. Senator. Senator. Uh, I'm not covering for anybody. Yeah, let's and you stop know a that. second. He is 100% correct. 100% correct. The Democrats propose legislation, not that would codify Roe, that would codify murder. That's what they did. There's simply no question about it. That is what they did. It had nothing to do with Roe, and even more, utterly unconstitutional. But let's put that aside for the moment. What they also did is said any single state limitation that would slow the amount of time involved in a woman actually getting an abortion would be illegal. So all kinds of things, like parental notification would be out the window, spousal notification would be out the window, Any type of counseling would be out the window. Any kind of delay whatsoever. And 
it was abortion on demand. Lindsey Graham is 100% correct. And I'm glad now that he was on this show challenging Dana Bash on CNN. These people are not for abortion. These people are radicals. They are extremists. You won't hear this from the, from the morning schmo show or any of the Sunday shows. You're not going to hear it. You're not going to hear it from Schmuck Todd. It's not going to happen. I challenge them to tell the truth, but they won't. Go ahead. And I have Democrats on, and I've had okay. Democrats well, just on. Report, I've asked the facts. I have asked many, all of them, about their position on where. Uh, where but they you have not this- stated what their position is, and they're not telling you what their position is. Dana, may I call you Dana? Therein lies the problem. Why don't you get your investigator? Why don't you get this Oliver Darcy off his ass rather than spending his entire life reporting about Fox? And by the way, he looks like. uh, Where was I? Why don't you get him on this subject? Track down Democrats. And ask them serious questions about their radical position. Their position is so radical, there's not another country on the face of the earth that supports their position. Maybe North Korea, but that's about it. And it's about time Republicans learn how to talk about this. Lindsey Graham knows how to talk about this. Whether you agree with him or not, on other things, he's actually quite good on this. Nancy Mace does not know how to talk about we 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 need to find a middle ground on this. How do you find a middle ground on partial birth abortion? How do you do that? There's some subjects you can't find a middle ground. And there she is. She's in front of every left-wing thug media host. This is how... Why else would Nancy Mace be on this week, ABC? Who cares what Nancy Mace thinks? Who cares? But she's a foil. She's up there to attack her own party. That's why. She's sort of uh, Chris Christie in a dress, may I say. Uh, never mind. That's, that's too mean. No, actually, it's accurate. I'll be right back. Don't fall for the free phone deals from Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile, folks. Just another trick to lock you into a long-term contract that's going to cost you a fortune every single month. Instead, get a brand new iPhone 12 from Pure Talk for just 12 bucks a month at 0% interest, no contract. Cancel or leave anytime. Get a new iPhone, ultra-fast 5G service, and cut your cell phone bill in half. That's why I'm a Pure Talk customer. That's why you should be, too. You can switch right now at puretalk.com in as little as 10 minutes. Choose from a variety of unlimited talk and text plans starting at 30 bucks a month with plenty of high-speed data, all backed by a 100% money-back guarantee. Go to puretalk.com, enter promo code Levin Podcast, L-E-V-I-N Podcast, and you'll save 50% off your first month. An iPhone 12 for 12 bucks a month and save on your monthly bill. PureTalk.com, promo code Levin Podcast. Restrictions apply. You can see the site for details. Mark Levin, the thunder on the right. Call in now, 877-381-3811. Merrick Garland identified as the official misleading Congress in a Hunter Biden tax probe. 
by Wendell Hughesbow. Attorney General Merrick Garland is the previously unidentified official who, according to this IRS whistleblower, misled Congress about the Justice Department's probe into Hunter Biden. Garland refused to name a special counsel in Hunter's tax investigation. I told you why, because it'll lead to Joe Biden. And Garland wants to keep control over all this. That's why. So he wouldn't name a special counsel. You've got tax uh, problems. You've got gun issues with him. He lied on his form. And, of course, you have the federal registration problem that he has because he was lobbying on behalf of the communist Chinese, among others. And he never signed up. And, of course, they went after Trump officials and took them down over this law. This law really had not been enforced before, not with, you know, the, the, not the extent to which and the manner in which it was enforced against Trump officials. But they really blew the lid off of it. So you got to wonder, really, what's taking so Why is this taking five years? We've asked this before. This is really ridiculous. And so we have this whistleblower. Garland refused to name a special counsel to really separate him and Joe Biden from the Justice Department. That is to separate Biden from him and the Justice Department. That's the point of this special counsel uh, rule. Not, not, to, not to use a special counsel to investigate your political opponent. It's supposed to be a within an administration practice where there's an appearance of a conflict of interest. You don't sick a special counsel on your political opponent. That's exactly the opposite of what you're supposed to do. Now, Garland has repeatedly testified, as they write at Breitbart, before Congress, the U.S. Attorney David Weiss has the full authority to make a criminal referral against Hunter without the permission of the Justice Department. Garland noted he would personally have to authorize any charges... Well, that's contradictory right there. There will not be interference of any political improper kind, he told Congress, April 2022. But the IRS whistleblower believes that Garland claims have misled Congress. The IRS agent's attorney explained that his client can, quote, contradict sworn testimony to Congress by a senior political appointee whom the New York Post identified as meritless Garland. And as early as 2019, Hunter's been under investigation. Just goes on and on and on. As Comer says, the head of the House Oversight Committee, there's enough to indict Hunter Biden now. There was enough to indict Hunter Biden three or four years ago. So what's with what's on the laptop? So for whatever reason, this U.S. attorney hasn't produced very many results, Comer said. The tax probe in the Hunter could implicate Joe Biden, a witness who testified before the jury was reportedly asked to identify the big guy. Well, Bob Alinsky already identified the big guy. He's been under oath. This guy is very secure in his own skin. He's prepared to testify beyond. And under President Biden, said Ron Johnson and Attorney General Garland, America's not equally applying justice. Well, there's no question about that. 
Now, what's interesting is, well, I haven't heard Schumer talk about Garland's testimony, even though he goes after Fox. Hey, uh, all the radical Marxist leftists, by the way, are endorsing Biden for president. The head of the Progressive Caucus, which is really regressive. I forget her name from Seattle. What's her name, Mr. Pala, 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 whatever. AOC's Jayapal, that's it, Jayapal. Uh, And, of course, uh, AOC. You know what's funny about AOC? I never remember her name. Don't tell me, Mr. I don't care, but I never remember her name. Uh, In any event, Each, she's all for Biden. They're all for Biden, all the radical kook leftists. You know why? They have figured out that Biden's not running a damn thing. Biden's not running a damn thing. The people around him are, and they're radical as hell, and they're getting everything they want. Everything they want. By the way, the view... Sorry, I'm just having my thoughts expressed openly. I was very excited about Tucker Carlson being out at Fox. That's because these are largely old nasty throwback left-wing yentas. That's why. They all have this totalitarian mindset. Like Don Lemon was let go today. Do you hear me cheering that on, Mr. Producer? No. The only one I'll cheer on is that Joy Reid because she's a out-and-out-of-the-closet racist. But It's not something to cheer otherwise. It's not something to be excited about otherwise. I mean, real low lives over there at the at the view. And the view at the view isn't the prettiest view I've seen, Mr. Producer. Is it with you? No, it's not. But I point this out, this Merrick Garland thing, because um, so what's going to happen now? Well, we'll wait and find out, I guess, right? Merrick Garland hasn't said anything. The press hasn't been scratching at his door asking him anything. He's treated with all kinds of respect. He's such a good guy. I think Merrick Garland is another one with uh, screws loose. I really do. I don't think I'm overstating it. I'm not trying to be mean. But I do think he has that Mueller issue going on. I really do. I'm not trying to be mean. I'll be right back. Mark Lovin. Don't fall for the free phone deals from Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile, folks. Just another trick to lock you into a long-term contract that's going to cost you a fortune every single month. Instead, get a brand new iPhone 12 from Pure Talk for just 12 bucks a month at 0% interest, no contract. Cancel or leave anytime. Get a new iPhone, ultra-fast 5G service, and cut your cell phone bill in half. That's why I'm a Pure Talk customer. 
That's why you should be, too. You can switch right now at puretalk.com in as little as 10 minutes. Choose from a variety of unlimited talk and text plans starting at 30 bucks a month with plenty of high-speed data, all backed by a 100% money-back guarantee. Go to puretalk.com, enter promo code Levin Podcast, L-E-V-I-N Podcast, and you'll save 50% off your first month. An iPhone 12 for 12 bucks a month and save on your monthly bill. PureTalk.com, promo code Levin Podcast. Restrictions apply. You can see the site for details. You see what's going on in the country here? With all these stories that we've been talking about here. There are certain issues that you cannot discuss that you must surrender on, that you must cave on. One of them is abortion. We always have to meet the Democrats halfway. They never have to meet us halfway on anything. So you're not allowed to discuss it. And the whole language about the subject changes. Reproductive rights. What could be more oxymoronic than calling abortion reproductive rights? When you're doing the opposite of reproducing or producing. This is how the Democrats play the game, like good Marxists. Certain issues are absolutely off the table. They are intimidating Supreme Court justices on this abortion pill. They're lying about their stance on Roe v. Wade. They're not seeking to codify Roe v. Wade. They're going way beyond anything that was ever contemplated by the court in Roe v. Wade are contemplated by any civilized society. That you can kill a baby. And that's a reproductive right. And if you oppose it, you're anti-women. And if you don't embrace that, you're on the wrong side of this morally and politically in every other way. Let's move on. It's the same thing with every other issue. They set the agenda. They determine what language can be used, what words are acceptable, when they're acceptable, where they're acceptable, or they shut you down. College campuses are brutal. They're violent. What about that, AOC? You own those college campuses. Alan Dershowitz said something to me a few weeks ago. He's a good man. He said, do I, Mark, does, do I think that he would ever be able today, I think he's 80 years old, to teach a class at Harvard, Harvard Law? Can you imagine? In other words, he said he wouldn't be able to. He'd be shouted down. He'd be protested. There would be violence. The left is violent. They always have been and they always will be. Nobody talks about shutting down their media. Nobody ever talks about shutting down their media. But now that's a perfectly legitimate topic of discussion. They used to love Elon Musk. 
They figured he was a Democrat, he was a liberal, maybe he was. I don't think he is anymore. But regardless, now they hate him. Why? Because he exposed what the Biden administration and the Democrats were doing with Twitter. Both the outside pressure and the inside pressure. And how they took an open platform and turned it into a government-centric Democrat Party operation, for the most part. Anti-free speech, anti-competition, anti-debate format. And so they hate him. Now they hate this guy, Matt Taibbi. Matt Taibbi was a leftist. That's what he was. A Democrat. No fan of mine. Now he's on the go-to-prison list. He should go to prison. If you're a lawyer and you were involved in the 2020 election, you should have your license pulled You should have your emails and your texts and all communications with your client in the hands of federal prosecutors and the government so your client has no effective representation and you should be on the hook for criminal conduct as well as lose your license. That's what's going on in America. The special counsel regulation was intended for a within-administration appointment where there's an apparent or an appearance of a conflict of interest or a real one involving the president and somebody else. You don't apply it to somebody in the other party. And yet that's what they did. They turned the regulation on its head. They turned it on its head. You've got leftists, leftists, who have attacked churches and other places related to churches and faith, not being prosecuted why it happens at night. Happens at night. Murder happens at night. Rape happens at night. Embezzlement happens at night. Carjackings happen at night. But when it comes to this, we can't see anything. We, we, you know, we don't know what's going on. Pro-lifers, dime a dozen. They round them up. Round them up. These are police state tactics. Monitoring you. Subjecting you to threats. And on and on. I'll be right back. Have you gotten your letter from the IRS yet? These last few years have not been easy on the American family. And with tax season finally arriving, there'll be millions of hardworking people and businesses that could struggle even more due to the IRS working against them. Well, America First Tax Group can help put an end to your worries. Just one phone call to 800-806-1299. Hello, 800-806-1299. And you'll be in touch with the America First Tax Group a full-service tax company that'll fight the IRS and help put you on the path to financial freedom. Their experts can help you or your business with any tax-related problems you may have, from dealing with your back taxes to granting you access to tax relief and much more. Don't wait. Get in touch with America First Tax Group today. 
by calling 800-806-1299. That's 800-806-1299 or AmericaFirstTaxGroup.com slash Levin. Again, 800-806-1299 or AmericaFirstTaxGroup.com slash L-E-V-I-N. He's here. He's here. Now broadcasting from the underground command post, deep in the bowels of a hidden bunker, somewhere under the brick and steel of a nondescript building, we've once again made contact with our leader, Mark Levin. Hello, America. Mark Levin here. Our number, 877-381-3811. 877-381-3811. It's a lot of strain that's been put on the fossil fuel industry. And whether the left and the no-growth radicals like it or not, it is fossil fuels that is the liquid that makes the engine of this society function. And I mean that. And if you were trying to destroy this country economically and otherwise, if you're really trying to destroy the middle class, what would you do? You drive up the cost of oil, natural gas, gasoline for your car, heating, and all the rest. You drive it through the roof because it's still needed for electricity, as is coal. So the Biden administration is at war with you. That is what's going on here. The Biden administration is at war with you. The Biden administration is reportedly according to Fox, finalizing a proposal that would force fossil fuel-fired power plants to substantially curb emissions or utilize costly carbon capture technology. It looks like what Biden has done is he's directed and unleashed the bureaucracy to sabotage and cripple in every way possible the energy industry, and all of its various facets and tributaries. Like the automobile industry, with the combustion engine. The proposal which will soon be released by the EPA, and I want to remind you, the EPA gets the biggest percentage increase in the Biden budget that's sitting on Capitol Hill than any other department or agency in the United States government. A 19% increase. The proposal which will soon be released by the EPA, and keep in mind, nobody at the EPA has been elected. None of this is going through Congress as a statute. None of it. It's all being done by regulation. All of it. So it's utterly unrepresentative. It's expected to require coal and natural gas-fired power plants to cut or capture the vast majority of their carbon dioxide emissions by 2040, the New York Times reported, citing officials briefed on a draft of the plan. The regulation, if finalized, would represent the first ever federal action curbing power plant emissions. 
we don't have an emissions problem in this country. Our release of pollutants in industrialized countries lower than virtually everywhere else, and carbon dioxide is not even a pollutant. I've discussed this over and over and over again. EPA cannot comment because the proposals are currently under interagency review, said their spokes idiot. But we have been clear from the start that we will use all of our legally upheld tools, granted in decades-old bipartisan laws, to address dangerous air pollution and protect the air our children breathe today and for generations to come. There you go. The same Marxist claptrap. They're not protecting anything or anyone. An OMB filing from late last year stated the EPA anticipates issuing a proposed rule for the action. It's called a proposal to limit greenhouse gas emissions from existing fossil fuel-fired plants. And so what happens here is all the millennials listen to this. Well, are you against clean air and water? Are you against this? When this is really a sabotage effort. I don't know. Are you against freezing to death? Are you? Are you? The filing noted there are no EPA regulations on the books limiting emissions from existing electric generating units. Overall, there are 3,393 fossil fuel-fired power plants nationwide, the majority of which are natural gas plants. And so what happened is the industry moved over to the natural gas because the EPA and everybody else told them that's the way to go. So they're mostly drop coal, not all, but mostly drop coal. They go to natural gas. Then we develop fracking, which is an incredible technological breakthrough. It makes us energy independent so we can get the gas. We don't just have to drill down. We can actually drill horizontally. It's amazing. And now we're told, no, no good. The plants generate more than 60% of the nation's electricity, compared to the roughly 14% of electricity generated by wind and solar projects. So they're going to regulate the hell out of and drive up costs for about 3,400 fossil fuel-fired power plants that generate more than 60% of the nation's energy. And so 60% electricity, that is, 60% of the nation's electricity is going to be affected. Now, all these fools will be gone. They'll be gone because these, these rules don't take effect until 2040. Biden will be gone. He'll be dead. Won't matter. He'll get his legacy. What a great man he was, you know. But you will suffer. This is the war on working men and women in this country. The EPA data shows that electric power sector accounts for about 25% of total U.S. emissions. Placing it behind only the transportation sector and slightly ahead of the industrial sector. That's why they're destroying the combustion engine and automobiles as we know them. That's why there's a war on capitalism, the industrial sector. Fossil fuel power plants have been targeted by environmentalists and Democratic lawmakers who argue that emissions must be reduced in an effort to stave off cataclysmic climate change. 
Such lying bastards. It just is so disgusting. Shortly after he took office, Biden pledged to enable the nation to achieve up to a 52% total emission reduction by 2030. And they create carbon pollution-free power sector by 2035. This drives me nuts. Carbon pollution-free. For the four billionth time, carbon dioxide is not a pollutant. Setting effective, affordable power plant carbon standards under the Clean Air Act now can ensure that the power industry delivers the emissions reductions needed to help meet the climate crisis. We're in a climate crisis. This is from the Natural Resources Defense Fund, a crazy-ass, left-wing, anti-capitalist, anti-growth group. Time is of the essence. It has to be done quickly, they said. Quote-unquote, time is of the essence. The EPA needs to move expeditiously, proposing power plant carbon standards. Soon as promised, finalizing them by early next year. Hurry up! And this will allow states and power companies to get to work on implementing them so we can curb this dangerous pollution and safeguard the climate as soon as possible. What a bunch of lying scum. Yellow. But the fossil fuel industry is pushed back, arguing U.S. power grid is still deeply reliant on coal, natural gas, and petroleum. If you get anything out of this, we now have a war on the power grid, on the electrical power grid. That's what's going on here. (laughs) A war on the power grid. The expected EPA regulates are just the latest in Biden's anti-fossil fuels agenda, coercing the retirement of electricity sources that are needed during the grid transition. Michelle Bloodworth, president and CEO of America's Power, a coal power trade group, told Fox News Digital... This is appalling. Appalling. And so there you are, ladies and gentlemen. Now the electrical power grid's under attack by the radical no-growth, phony climate change Marxists and their president, Joe Biden. This is no joke. This is the beginning of brownouts and blackouts once this gets in place. Nationwide. And you can't turn on a dime and just set everything back after 10 years. It's, okay, it's not working. Let's, uh, sorry. We can't do that. I'll be right back. Lovin. You know, sleep, especially as you get older, is so critical, especially that deep, comforting sleep. Go to helixsleep.com, H-E-L-I-X sleep.com, and take the sleep quiz. I took it and was matched to the Midnight Lux. Helix knows that everyone's unique, so they have several different mattress models to match your body type and sleep preferences. Once you match, your mattress comes right to your door, shipped for free. They have a 10-year warranty, and Helix even has financing options and flexible payment plans. So a great night's sleep is never far away. Helix is offering 20% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. So go to helixsleep.com slash Levin, H-E-L-I-X, sleep.com slash L-E-V-I-N, and use code HELIXPARTNER20. That's HELIXPARTNER20. This is their best offer yet, and it won't last long, folks. With Helix, better sleep starts now. 
This entire climate change effort here is not about climate change. We've talked about this before. It's about destroying economic growth and prosperity. It's about destroying the industrial heartland of the country, and that's what it's doing. They are blowing out our energy industry. And we've sat here, and you have, and we've talked about our electrical grid isn't ready for any of this, and now they intend to blow out the electrical grid. These are extremists. These are radicals. And Joe Biden is among them. He cannot be dismissed anymore as some kind of an old-time Democrat moderate or just a mental case. This is intentional. It is vicious. It is anti-American. And it is going to destroy our economy and destroy all you folks out there who work for a living. Who work for a living. People don't work for a living, don't give any of this any thought. They just figure they were born and they're owed. They were born and they're owed, even though they contribute nothing. They're born and and they're owed. That's it. And people who are wildly successful by using freedom and entrepreneurship in their brains, they're the enemy. Why? Because they show you that this society can work, and if you work hard, you can be incredibly (laughs) successful. That's why. That's why. But this is, this is really uh, pernicious, what's taking place here. I knew it was. You'll see if you read Liberty and Tyranny. It's right in there, an entire chapter. I call these envirostatists. And, of course, they have the media behind them, all the propaganda that you could possibly want. It's truly appalling what's taking place. And so you have men and women who have spent their entire lives trying to figure out how to drill in certain places environmentally properly, how to refine, how to move product from one place to another, how to improve your lives, how to make your mobility easier, hopefully cheaper. And capitalism... In many ways, it's very simple, but in other ways, it's very complex. I mean, you go from a raw material that you have to find deep into the earth. You've got to take that material, make it usable. It has to be refined and so forth. You have to figure out how to move it. And there are industries built around every step, and steps I don't even know and I'm not even making. And then when you build other things, you've got to figure out how you're going to use the natural gas or the crude oil or whatever it is, the diesel fuel. You've got to figure out how you're going to use it and apply it to the things that you're making. Engines, transmissions, God knows what, for cars, for trains for planes, for bicycles. Just to make sure the parts are oiled down and so forth. And you need these products for homes, for things that go into homes and make homes possible and comfortable and 
and safe and healthy. It's complex. I used to do this thing called iPencil. Maybe we'll do it next show again. These things are very complicated. So when you have government that just steps in because the national this crap and that crap nonprofit group filled with radical kooks and a man who has spent his entire life in Washington, D.C., who's never held a private position of any consequence ever in the Oval Office, making all these decisions. Even the smartest entrepreneurs don't know how to make all these decisions. But when you're in government, you're self-righteous, you're noble, you can do all the stuff, who's going to stop you? You've got the power of economic control because you have the power of the law. And so the EPA is spitting out regulations, just vomiting them out, left and right, left and right. Thou shalt not have a gas stove. Thou shalt not have a combustion engine. We shall reduce the power of the electrical grid. Thou shalt this. Thou shalt that. Think, are we in a representative government? What the hell is this? Constitution talks about a limited federal government. Well, the court did this. The Supreme Court did this to us. The Supreme Court did this to us. Starting with Franklin Roosevelt and all the way through. They've done this to us. Because they lied. They lied. And said that administrations and Congress had the power to create these bureaucracies and delegate lawmaking power to them. And they as you would expect, have been taken over by the radical left, and they are making laws left and right. I hate to keep bringing these up, but rediscovering Americanism and the tyranny of progressivism, it's all right in there. You have a million pages of regulations, almost every year issued by the bureaucracy. Those regulations are laws. That's what they are. They are laws. And many of them are strict liability laws. What does that mean? You violate them, you're guilty. And the people who squirrel themselves away into the bureaucracy and then get protection from the civil service and their unions, you can't remove them. You don't know who they are. You don't know anything about them, but they're in there. And they're affecting your life and the life of your family. It's like the navigable waters. The federal government has the right to regulate navigable waters. They're now trying to define navigable waters as a pond in your backyard. And I don't even mean a big pond. I mean water after it rains so they can stop you from actually developing. The feds. It's not a joke. It's happening. That's the problem. Climate change has nothing to do with climate. They know it has nothing to do with climate. They lie and they laugh. It has everything to do with empowering government, which has everything to do with empowering the Democrat Party. I'll be right back. In today's digital age, where cyber threats loom larger than ever, safeguarding your personal information is paramount. So why is Congress considering a law that could put your credit card data at greater risk of being hacked and exposed to foreign networks? This Durbin Marshall credit card bill could jeopardize your financial data, make it more susceptible to cyber intrusions. 
It's a controversial bill that proposes a shift in billions of dollars worth of consumer transactions to payment networks that lack the robust security measures consumers rely on. Who could possibly want that? Well, the answer, woke corporate megastores seeking to inflate their multi-billion dollar profit margins. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill will undermine our safe and convenient payment systems and endanger your data security. It's time to take a stand. Visit electronicpaymentscoalition.org. Make your voice heard. Tell your senators to oppose the radical Durbin Marshall credit card bill paid for by the Electronic Payments Coalition. Mark Levin doesn't just read the news, he makes the news. Call the Mark Levin Show now at 877-381-3811. I had mentioned iPencil by the Competitive Enterprise Institute and uh, how complicated things are. Oil, natural gas, electricity, coal, everything related to it. It's extremely complex. Even though people aren't involved in every aspect of it, so we don't even know. And so those of you who are out there, I want you to listen very, very carefully. This is called iPencil. It's the short version. Very important. Go. This is the world we live in. If we weren't surrounded by it every day, If we didn't take it for granted, we'd be dumbstruck by its very intricacy and brilliance. This is an ordinary, familiar wooden pencil. You might think a pencil is simple. Chances are you've been using one since before you could even read or write. But just because it's familiar doesn't mean it's simple. In fact, it's complicated. Elaborate, beautiful, elegant. Its very existence is too improbable for any one person to truly comprehend. These are the basic materials that go into a pencil. Graphite, cedar, metal, and rubber. But if you had all the elements of a pencil right in front of you, could you make a pencil? It's not as easy as you might think. In fact, No single person on the face of the earth could do it without the help of countless others. And this is the key to understanding the world. A pencil, just like you and me, is the end result of a vast and intricate family tree, a symphony of human activity that spans the globe. Through their work and knowledge, a vast number of people have had a hand in making this simple pencil. Unlike your family tree, this one begins with an actual tree. The most immediate ancestor of the pencil is a cedar tree in the Pacific Northwest. But the loggers who harvest the timber are also its ancestors. And these men don't work alone. They, in turn, are assisted by the people and industries that produce the saws, rope, and countless other tools that they use. These are also the ancestors of our pencil. As is the waitress at a nearby diner who sells the lager's lunch, to say nothing of the thousands of people involved in producing that simple midday meal. Across time and space, the web grows. Consider the roads, trucks, ships, communication systems, and the people who design, build, and maintain them. 
All of them are necessary to bring the lumber to the mills and the slat factories that process them. All of them are also the ancestors of the pencil. And even with the work of all these people, so far all we have is a stained wooden slat, a naked half of a wooden body of a pencil. But its family tree is larger and more extensive. The graphite is mined in China and Sri Lanka. At the pencil factory, it's mixed with clay and heat and other materials before it's extruded, dried, and baked in a kiln. People from different continents, different cultures, cooperate to bring these materials together with waxes and kilns and equipment from across the world. These, too, are the ancestors of the pencil. And the same is true of the eraser. With ingredients from around the world, it's the end result of a similarly complex and exotic branch of the family tree. As is the ferrule, the metal band made from material that is mined, refined, and shipped from all over the world. Each part of the pencil is the result of the collaboration and cooperation of millions of people. Together, they form a process that is constantly changing and adapting. A change in the availability or cost of material from one place might make another source more desirable, and the process changes and adapts fluidly. And there is a fact that's still more astounding. The absence of a mastermind, of anyone dictating these countless actions which bring a pencil into being. Each member of this family tree supplies only a small amount of the necessary know-how needed to make a pencil. They do so voluntarily, not because they necessarily want pencils or like pencils, but because by working to create them, they exchange their labor and skills for the wages that let them buy what they want and need. What you're seeing is the market at work. The spontaneous configuration of creative human energies, of millions of people with their various skills and talents, organizing voluntarily in response to human necessity and desire, as if led by an invisible hand to promote an end which was no part of the intention. Every second we are alive, we benefit from the products of voluntary, spontaneous cooperation. This is the modern world. It's miraculous, it's intricate, and it gets better every day, so long as people are free to interact with each other. If we can leave the creative energies of humankind uninhibited, there's no limit to what we can accomplish. That's a pencil. The development of oil, as an example, took 150 years, give or take. The Marxists, starting with Marx himself, despise the American Industrial Revolution. It goes against everything their ideology demands. Rather than creating a proletariat that would overthrow the country, it created the broad, working, so-called middle class in America. The men and women who love this country, on July 4th, who honor this country, who go to war and die for this country. There is no proletariat revolution. In fact, there's never been a proletariat revolution anywhere on the face of the earth. The revolutions always come from elitists.
And so the Marxists, some of whom came to the United States during the 30s and 40s, others who are homebred here, they found a home in the Democrat Party. Not in the Republican Party. There's not one. They found a home in the Democrat Party. They now run the Democrat Party. It's what the whole book American Marxism is sort of about. Now, they don't know how to make a pencil. They don't know what goes into making a pencil. Let alone climate change and all the aspects of an economic system. Climate change is anti-capitalism. It is a degrowth movement. They've come up with a fancy nomenclature. They tell you if you don't agree with them, your children are going to die. There's going to be worse earthquakes and hurricanes and, and storms and floods. and It's almost like medieval times, the way these people speak. As if we have the power to stop whatever's coming. And it's not going to come during our lifetime or the lifetime of the next hundreds of generations. If this world is destroyed, it won't be by climate. It'll be by nuclear weapons. I mean that. It won't be by climate. It'll be by nuclear weapons. Because now rogue regimes, third worlders, are getting nuclear weapons. Iran. China has them now. Pakistan. You name it. But back to my point. There is no mastermind. So when you have a putative president of the United States who puts out a directive, issues an executive order, or an environmental protection agency filled with bureaucrats, they're not even experts, just filled with bureaucrats, ideologues, pushed by ideologues and nonprofit world, funded by billionaires, you're not getting any kind of expertise or science or anything else. And there's not even enough out there for a handful of people to run anything. They're going to destroy us. They're going to destroy us. Not just the food supply, but food. You can literally monitor the temperature in your home. That's what the Industrial Revolution brought. You can literally get in your car and drive virtually anywhere. Fly virtually anywhere. That's what the Industrial Revolution brought. Not socialism, not Marxism, not the anti-growthers, capitalism. You live better, as do I, than kings and queens a hundred years ago. They didn't have access to any of the stuff that we have today. None of it. None of it. And we have a political party that seeks to destroy it all. That's what's going on. I'll be right back. Mark Lovin. Are you an individual or business owner facing the heavy burden of back taxes, levies, or wage garnishments? Life's challenges, especially those brought on by the economic impact of COVID-19 and inflation, can take a toll on your financial well-being. 
Now, the IRS has eliminated over a billion dollars in tax penalties and interest for back taxes. America First Tax Group is here to help you claim your share of these billions in tax relief before the IRS can claim the government share and clamp down. Call them now, 800-806-1299. The IRS has people working to collect your money, but it's time to turn the tables, folks. America First Tax Group is a full-service tax boutique that puts clients first. They understand the stress of dealing with tax problems, and they will be your guide through the process. Don't wait. Time is of the essence. Call America First Tax Group. Here's the number, 800-806-1299, 800-806-1299, or visit AmericaFirstTaxGroup.com slash Levin. You know, it's interesting, these uh, stories about Sudan, they don't tell us anything about the militia. Are they communist? Are they aligned with somebody? What's going on exactly? Apparently there's a ceasefire for three days for foreigners to get out, but as you can imagine, there's all kinds of chaos and anarchy for people to get the hell out of there. Uh, So there is that to update you. You never know what tomorrow holds, America. I want to thank all of you in this audience for your loyalty. I'm deeply blessed. God bless each and every one of you, and I'll see you tomorrow. Tomorrow.